You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love the Star mailbag. Our dear sweet listeners have some questions that they want to throw out to us today. Uh, the first one here from uh, let's go with Sam Hooper. He says, is Osa signing an extension this offseason slash summer? Feels like he could be a sneak one to get done during training camp. I really like Oso Digizua. Here's the thing that the Cowboys are going to have to figure out with Osa. Um, the, the burnout factor has been very real for him the first yes. couple of years. He, yes. he just tends to burn out around December. Um, yes. I think that he's been really consistent for the most part i think the effort is always there he's 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 not a a loafer he doesn't take plays off nope. but i think he i think he tends to just get worn down a little bit by the end of the year that that motor it's always running so hot that you know you you, you burn the candle at both ends a little bit but that's a player that for the right price for the market value brian that that would be a player that you would like to see remain here right that, that's a guy that you're a fan of yeah, I, I, th- I think you're. I think you're dead on right about the kid. I mean, the the problem is that why is, why does he play really, really well till you know week twelve, week thirteen, and then after that, it's just a it's a struggle. So they have to figure out things about him. I mean, you know, he's a guy that's really in tune to his body. Um, he's he you know he he plays with some explosiveness. He's got a little power. He's slippery in the way he plays. But he, they clearly, his game declines, as you mentioned, when we get to December. Yeah, it, it, and it tends to happen. That happens a lot, too, with young players in general. I mean, Micah has been accused of having that happen as well. I, I think young players just tend to, they 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 got to learn to pace themselves a little bit or, or just get their conditioning to the point where they, they can hold up over a full season. you got to remember a lot of these guys, and I'm not saying this to you, but just in general, a lot of these guys are used to playing 13-game seasons leading up to their Good NFL question. careers, and then yeah. they head into, you know, it's around game 13 where they start burning out a little bit. Right. Uh, next question here from Brandon. He's asking, what has Zimmer done personnel-wise in the past that gives you an idea of some of the defensive free agents, draft prospects we should keep an eye on, front seven and safeties? Without specific names, here's what I do want to ask you, Brian. Uh, along that question to just kind of interpret it, I guess, from Brandon in your experience as somebody who is in there helping to build personnel and working alongside Mike Zimmer, we always hear about, Oh, uh, the Seattle people, they like long corners, people like this, that are there any sort of rules that you remember Mike Zimmer having about, Hey, my guys need to be this. My corners need to be this, my defensive ends. I want this. Were there traits that were like non-negotiables for him? Yeah. Long corners. You gotta be able to play. You gotta be able to play press, man. If you're going to play for Mike Zimmer, you got to be able to play press. You got to be able to get up on guys. 
got to be able to jam them. You got to be able to run with them. You know, you got to be physical. Um, you know, he looks for those those techniques, those inside the ones and the threes. Got to be upfield players. You know, linebackers, um, downhill players, really good tacklers. Safeties, he's always been around safeties. I mean, you look at Harrison Smith and guys like that he's played with. He's been with Darren Woodson. You, you mm-hmm. have to be smart. You have to be tough. Uh, but, yeah, he, he is, his whole mentality is about a tough defense. So he needs that from, he needs that from his, his one and his three. He needs those linebackers to play downhill, and he needs corners that play on the press, and he needs smart safeties. That, that's kind of what Mike Zimmer is. Now, because we know the history with Dexter Coakley, Datwin, guys like that, is he not as much of a stickler then for the big linebacker? Like, would he look at a guy like Marquis Bell and say, okay, I can work with Marquis Bell? Yeah, I mean, I don't know to that extent. Um, he's played with shorter linebackers before and mm-hmm. had success. Um, but I think ideally he'd want to get a little bit bigger. Maybe it's a little bit different era now with uh, with the size of these linebackers. I don't know if he would play Bell as that type of guy. I don't know if that would be a guy that he goes, okay, I'm going to put him out there down after down after down. I think I think Bell would appreciate it to move back to safety if he could. You know? Sure. I think he I think he would like, you know, you know, find some other roles for him other than having to deal with, you know, blockers in his face all day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, our our buddy John Owning uh, from Pro Football Focus, uh, good friend, good listener here. Yeah, uh, he's guy. asking uh, any thoughts on uh, who might be on Zimmer's defensive staff, Brian? No, I mean, um, I talked to Mike and I mentioned it earlier. Um, I asked him, I said, "Hey, are you going to be able to bring anybody?" And he's saying, "Listen, he goes right now. I just need to meet with the staff and see what I got." You know, um, there's been guys around the league that he's worked with. Uh, that you know, guys in Cincinnati, um, that that I you know, I think he might look at if he can. He his uh, Andre Patterson was a guy, a defensive line coach here. I think Andre's with the Giants now, and I think he's still under contract and all that. So I don't know. Mike is like I say, he's going to have to come here and kind of figure some things out, and then go from there first. That's you know, I, I you know I asked him that ex- you know, exact question. And he he said no, nah, and just he won't know until he gets here and starts visiting with guys. I, I would point out uh, one thing. Uh, Paul and Gunther I, was that a guy? Yeah, yeah, that had? was a guy in Cincinnati, Cincinnati that I think he worked yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, now, now I will point out this because you know people are talking about the defensive lines, but I don't know that this is who it would elevate. It's just a connection. A lot of people don't realize Sharif Floyd, Sharif Floyd was here, yeah, was here exactly. last year. As an, he was an assistant defensive line coach, and he played for Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. He played Mike, yeah, exactly, years. yeah. And so that may be somebody that Zimmer says, hey, I think he can handle this. Let's yeah, just elevate him. Yeah, Let's that's why he has to come meet with the staff, right. That, that's, that's the goal. Now, I did see some people asking. I know we got the question from a couple different people. Does Mike Zimmer returning mean a return for George Edwards? Here's what I would say. I don't think – not 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 to 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 and you don't have to speak on this. I will just speak for myself, Brian, if you don't want to. 
I don't think there's any chance in hell Mike McCarthy would let that happen. Personally, nope. I, I don't think he's letting George Edwards come back. And that's nothing against George Edwards. I think that's more about just two different personalities. And, yep. I, and I think that that's what's the factor there. Totally agree. Uh, uh, let's uh, wrap up with this question here for you, Brian. Uh, this is from Brian Sherrill. If Stefan Gilmore really wants to be here, you guys interviewed him. Great interview with him and Brandon Cooks last week uh, at Radio Row with you guys from G-Bag Nation. Gave some really great answers. I think showed high character, veteran leadership there. Uh, but if Gilmore wants to be here and is affordable, would he be a good option for next year with Diggs coming off of injury? If he does return, where does Bland move to? W- would you think that Gilmore returning would be a a good thing? Or do you think the Cowboys say, eh, he kind of lost a step. Let's go ahead and just, you know, see what else we can find. He's lost a step. That's true. But he's also a guy that through that interview, you kind of get an understanding that football is important to him, you know, and he'd mm-hmm. like to come back. I think that you could tell people, Bobby, I, I bet you have better intelligence on this than me, that, that they like him. They like him as a possibility of coming back, mm-hmm. but it has to be at the right price. And I'm not talking about, you know, that, you know, veteran minimum or something like that. I think they, yeah, you know, it just has reasonable. to fit what they want to do. And we'll see if it fits what he wants to do. But I think there's some some mutual interest between the two. The money's going to be the factor here on this one. Yeah, Gilmore grew up a Cowboys fan. Gilmore was actually came out in the draft where they took Morris Claiborne. And I know talking to some people that he had had discussions with his team the night before the draft. And he was like, man, could you imagine if Dallas came up? I could be in position for Dallas. What if Dallas? Took me? He he always wanted to be here. This was his childhood team. He loved them. And I think last year people really valued his leadership in that locker room. And you saw that leadership on display in the interview that he gave. Yeah. Uh, but I think you're right. I, I think the, the dollar amounts going to have to matter. It's just going to have to work for both sides. Um, and, and I think that Dallas though, not for a veteran minimum, like you say, uh, they, they'd be willing to spend some money to have him return, but but yeah. it's got to be the right value to this. It's got to be and the right he, value for sure. If he does return, uh, bland in the slot, you think next year? Yes. I, and but I, you got to, you mean, know, there's there's some really good corners in this draft too. Sure. You know, I mean, there's there's a, there's several of them that, you know, I would absolutely, you know, Boy, we're, if we're, we're talking we're, about guys that that you know Zimmer, you know, you're talking about guys that could play, you know, the man coverage. You know, I think that's that's something that that we, you know, as I, I know the uh, Quinion uh, Mitchell, the Mitchell. kid from Toledo. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, guys, you know, plays both sides. I mean, he's intercepts. He's always around the ball. He's he's got long features, but you know, he he's he's got some. He's got that ability to play up on you and kind of harass you that way. I, you know, there's. Uh, you know the the, Alab- the two Alabama corners are, I think are really really good. Um, yeah, I saw a kid. I saw this kid, uh, T.J. Tampa from Iowa State. When you I've start to talk to him, he's six two. He's two hundred pounds. The movement, the balance. I mean, the read. You know, he playing the route. The hands he gets on the ball. He could track the ball. I mean, there's there's very much some guys in this draft. That you would you would absolutely as you know as a cowboy fans you you should pay attention to uh, you know Kwame Lassiter from uh, uh, not Kwame uh, Kamari Kamari Kwame, Kwame, Kwame was on your from, football teams uh, from Georgia <laughs> you know I mean there's another guy both sides of the defense fluid athlete yeah he matches up well with men you know his man I mean there's Scanning. there's a lot of good corners in this draft there really are. 
Now, now you mentioned uh, just my own question here because we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. The two Alabama corners, uh, Terry and Arnold, and Kool Aid McKinstry. Who are you right. a bigger fan of? Arnold. I think. Yeah. All right. Me, we agree on that. We we, yeah. we 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 agree on that one. So we, we don't have to talk one. about we don't have to talk yeah. about Suamataia. We agree that Arnold's better. There we go. Yeah, I think that Arnold. He usually plays on the left side of the defense, and he can play in the slot as well. He's confident. He's physical. He can mix it up. I respect the way this kid plays because of the physical side of the game. He's not going to shy away from contact. He's going to wrap up in the open field. He throws his body around. You know, he plays well in coverage. He's got quick feet. He can stay in balance. He's in position. He's at his best when he can play press. I mean, that's that's you know, six foot, one hundred ninety six pounds. That's the kind of guy that uh, that that Mike Zimmer is looking for. That guy that can play really good press coverage and then carry guys, track the ball, and make plays on the ball. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back with another episode this week. Uh, And we are full on in draft season and free agency mode and everything else. Uh, A lot of exciting things around the corner. Uh, Thank you guys so much for hanging around with us. And also, thank you so much for just contributing to our Odyssey podcast network and and everything that we do there. We got some exciting news earlier today, I know, before we recorded this show, uh, Triton, uh, the digital streaming company, named Odyssey the number one sports podcasting platform uh, in the country by their metrics. And so uh, you guys helped contribute to that. And so we are very grateful for you and everything that you do and and help us out. And so uh, we're excited for another great offseason of debate and heartache and everything else leading into uh, our, our, our eternal wrong. suffering again next year. Because this is what we do. We have a sickness here. Uh, For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Bell. Thank you guys so much for joining us today.